Welcome to the David Coffey Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the David Coffee Podcast. Super excited about today's episode. Well, first of all, this is the very first episode, so you're actually a part of history. I've been wanting to do this project for a while, and I'm so glad I'm about to do it. And my prayer is that it adds great value to your life and that it's a tremendous blessing to you and your family. Basically, the heart of the podcast is me sharing biblical information for your transformation so that you can live an empowered and purpose-filled life. I'm super excited about it. I'm geeked. You know why, though? Because I'm passionate about seeing people empowered. I'm passionate about seeing people transform. And I'm so passionate about seeing people live a a purpose-filled life. I love watching people finally discover what their purpose is and begin to walk it out all to the glory of God. And so I'm excited about it. We're going to get to the episode. But before we do, please do me a huge favor. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, punch the like button, smash the like button, uh, or lightly tap the like button. Whatever you do, make sure you hit the like button and uh, subscribe to my channel and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen, make sure you subscribe as well. All right, let's get into the episode. Okay, so we're going to be talking about forgiveness, right? And we're more specifically, we're going to be talking about how to know when you've actually forgiven someone. So that's the question. How do you know when you've actually forgiven someone, when you know for sure that you've forgiven someone? Uh, this is really important because a lot of people struggle with this. They're like, I, I want to forgive them, but I just don't, I just can't, or I, I think I did, but I just don't feel like I did. And so people struggle with that. And so I really want to talk about that today. But before we start talking about forgiveness in and of itself, I want to talk about a few terms that people mix up all the time. People usually mix up trust, healing, restoration, and forgiveness. Now you may be wondering, like, how do they mix those things up? Here's how they do it. A lot of times a person assumes that when they don't trust a person on the level that they used to, they assume that they haven't forgiven them. Or when a person still needs healing, they assume that they have that they haven't forgiven someone because they still are experiencing inner pain. Or a person assumes that they haven't forgiven someone because they haven't restored that person to the place that they were in their life previously. And I want to break this down really quick because it's important to know the difference so that you can understand what forgiveness actually is, what restoration is, what trust is, and what healing is. So here's a couple examples. The way that it works is this. Sometimes we're healing. A person still needs some type of healing in order for them to feel better. But that doesn't mean that they haven't forgiven. And here's a great example or just a quick little metaphor or uh, really an example that's happened to me before where I'm walking or running or doing some type of activity and a person steps on my foot and I twist my ankle. Now, there's pain that's there. I'm disappointed. I'm upset because I don't like the way that the pain feels. But in the moment, I usually forgive the person pretty quickly because they didn't mean to do it. Or it may take a, a, a moment for me to be like, oh, man, like it's cool. Don't worry about it. Right. Well, in that moment, I've forgiven them. I let it go. I don't want nothing bad to happen to them. We good. They don't have a problem with me. I don't have a problem with them. So I've forgiven them. I've moved on, right? But here's the deal. The pain in my ankle is actually still there. Now, the same thing can happen emotionally where the pain still exists, not because you haven't forgiven the person, but because you really need some healing. And what I mean is this. There are things that have happened in your past that really, really hurt, but you don't really have anything against the person specifically. You don't hate them. You don't want anything bad to happen to them. And it's really not an issue with the person, but your life is still being impacted 
by the event itself. And so you may just need some healing and some breakthrough in that area, but it has nothing to do with forgiveness because you actually are not, you know, you don't hold anything against that person. It's just your life is still being negatively impacted by that particular event. So it may not be forgiveness. It may just be a need for healing, right? The next thing is trust. Sometimes people assume that because they don't trust a person anymore or trust the person on the level that they used to, they assume that they haven't forgiven the person. But that's not true at all. Everybody has a trust meter. And when somebody violates your trust, they have to earn your trust back. Now, obviously, you should be gracious at times when it comes to, you know, uh, giving people another chance, especially if they haven't shown a pattern of doing that same thing over and over again. But the truth is, everybody has to earn your trust back. So an example would be if somebody violated your trust in a relationship or, um, you know, even if a friendship or romantic relationship. Right. And then the person is kind of like, hey, like, I thought you forgave me, but you still are, you know, a little hesitant to trust them in certain areas. Or if somebody maybe violated your trust with money and they're like, hey, um, can I can I borrow such and such amount of dollars or whatever? And you're a little hesitant. And the person is like, oh, you still mad at me or you didn't forgive me for what happened last time. And the truth is, it's not that you didn't forgive them. It's just that you're, you're a little more watchful now because they violated your trust. And so they got to earn. They have to earn your trust back in order for you to give them that money again or whatever, whatever the case may be. There's a thousand examples that I could use, but I hope you get the point that a lot of times it's not even about forgiveness. It's about them earning your trust back uh, and kind of proving that they can handle, you know, whatever it is that you're about to give them. Right. Then the third thing is restoration. Now, remember, I talked about we're talking briefly about the terms that people confuse all the time with forgiveness. The third thing is restoration. Right. In relationships, sometimes people are at a particular place and they assume that because um, they haven't been restored to that particular place, that there's no forgiveness involved. And that's not necessarily true at all. Sometimes a person or um, an overall relationship may not be exactly how it was before, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't any forgiveness. You can forgive someone and decide, hey, we need to part ways or because of what happened, maybe it was so damaging or so difficult or so hard. It may be that you forgave them, but it, it just be maybe best of, you know, for the health of the overall overall relationship and everybody involved that you kind of just move on. And there's nothing wrong with that. It may be difficult. It may be hard, but that doesn't mean that you haven't forgiven the person just because the restoration is not there. Now, I know some people who are thinking, wait a minute, I thought forgiveness was restoration. Well, forgiveness, restoration can be a major part of forgiveness, but it doesn't always work like that. Sometimes with restoration, a person is restored back to a certain place, but maybe not back to the exact same place that they were before. Now, this is critical because there's several different biblical examples, and I didn't want to focus on this too, too much, but I want to make sure you understand for those who may be listening saying, well, is it really forgiveness if the person is not trusted? If it's, Is it really forgiveness if the person is not uh, healed? Is, is it really forgiveness if, if the person is not restored? Yes, it can, it can exist. And I'm going to give you an example of how there can be a few different things that line up with trust and healing and restoration and forgiveness, but not all operating at the same time. When you look at King David in the Bible, King David um, had a variety of transgressions and God forgave him. And at times he trusted him to do certain things. Right. And, and he healed him and so on and so forth. Right. 
But that doesn't mean that he was restored to the exact same place that he was before. And so on one particular occasion, King David is saying like, God, I want to build your temple. Lord, I want to I want to build this house for you. You know, I want to I want to do this for you. And God had to let him know, hey, listen, of course, you're forgiven. Of course, I love you. Right. And of course, you are who you are to me. And of course, you're you're a man after my own heart. But I can't let you build the temple because there's too much blood on your hands. There's too much innocent blood on your hands. And that's not something that I want you to do. It didn't mean that God loved him less. It didn't mean that, um, you know, God hated him because of what he did. It just meant that he was forgiven, but he's not necessarily trusted or entrusted to do that particular assignment. And it doesn't make David a bad person. It just means that he wasn't able to do what he would have been able to do before had he not done what he did. Right now, there's another example in the Bible with the apostle Peter where I believe all four things are in operation. That doesn't happen all the time, but it's something that does happen. So with Peter, if you remember, uh, Peter denied Jesus, right? Well, after Peter denied Jesus, Peter was not only forgiven, he was also restored. He was healed. And then Jesus trusted him to lead the other apostles and to minister to the Lord's sheep. Now, that's powerful because all four are in operation. And if you're if you're blessed enough to have encounters where all four are in operations, where there's healing, there's more trust and there's restoration and forgiveness. That is a blessing. And we hope we hope that that happens more times than not. But the key is to understand that they're different. And I don't want you to get stuck thinking that you haven't forgiven or that forgiveness is even the issue when really the issue might just be trust, restoration, or a need for more healing. All right. Well, anyhow, let's get into the forgiveness part. I'm sorry. I just had to give you that really, really quick uh, because I thought that was really, really important. So the question again is, how do you know when you've actually forgiven someone? Let's get into this a little bit. The first thing I want to mention is uh, what I believe forgiveness is. This is a kind of a working definition that you can kind of go by and you can dissect it in a variety of ways and break it down and really look deep into it. But I want you to uh, matter of fact, if you if you can uh, write it down, because I want you to hold on to this and and uh, just put uh, forgiveness is freedom in the comments, because we're going to deal with that a little bit more as well. Let's talk about what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is an act of grace that produces peace in a person's heart that causes them not to hold a grudge or resentment towards the person who wronged them. It's a deliberate display of love and mercy where one person is releasing and dismissing the emotional, physical or financial debt of another person. I'm going to read again because I know my note takers want to hear it again. I'm going to read it again. Forgiveness is an act of grace that produces peace in a person's heart. That causes them not to hold a grudge or resentment towards the person who wronged them. It's a deliberate display of love and mercy where one person is releasing and dismissing the emotional, physical or financial debt of another person. All right. You got it. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking, my goodness, that's a lot. But I really wanted you to, to really hear that it's a forgiveness is a letting go of something and it's a peace that's in your heart. It's an act of grace. It's almost a type of miracle that happens within in order for you to have mercy on the person that did you wrong. All right. And if you need to rewind this episode and listen to the definition all over again, because I think it's that important. It's a major part of your freedom and just living a great life when you're able to uh, forgive people. All right. But let's talk about what the Bible says about forgiveness. All right. In Ephesians chapter four, verse 32, it says, be kind and compassionate towards one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God, the father forgave you. Colossians three and 13 says, bear with each other 
and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against another, forgive as the Lord forgave you. I want to read Ephesians 4 and 32 one more time. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God, the father forgave you. Uh, this is important. If you notice that the, the reference that is used there is talking about what God did for us. We, we sometimes we forget that sometimes when it comes time to forgive another people, we forget that we had to be forgiven. I hope you're hearing that a lot of times when it comes time to forgive someone, we literally forget that we actually had to be forgiven as well. And not just by God, we've done a variety of things that we've needed to be forgiven of, you know, by other people. We haven't always done things right. And so it's something to consider when we're talking about forgiveness is to know that in the midst of all that we've done, the sin that we've done that has been public and private, the things that people know about and the things that people don't know about. God loved us enough. God loved us enough to say, I forgive you and to give us that forgiveness, to let it go, to dismiss it and to have mercy upon us. And so God in these particular verses is calling for us to do the same thing. Now, here's what's important to understand is that nobody actually deserves forgiveness. And that's where a lot of people get hung up. They're like, well, they don't deserve it. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't say sorry, or they, they didn't, they really don't deserve me to be able to forgive them. You have to understand that when you were forgiven, you didn't deserve it either. I didn't forgive. I didn't deserve it either. We didn't deserve the forgiveness. That's why forgiveness is an act of grace. That's why forgiveness is having mercy upon a particular person because we actually don't deserve the forgiveness. And that's what we want God to do in your heart. Man, I hope you guys are getting this. Please tell me that you're getting this in the comments. Talk back to me. Let me know that you're getting this. All right. Let's go a step further. I want it to be known that even though I'm talking clearly concerning forgiveness and I'm giving you points and breaking it down and giving you scriptures, I do understand that it's not easy. Forgiveness is not easy at all. It's necessary, but definitely not easy. Most of the time, people won't even apologize, which makes it even harder. I mean, can, can we talk real for a second? It is hard to forgive when a person doesn't even say they're sorry or they don't even acknowledge that they hurt you. They kind of just go on about their business like nothing even happened or even worse. It's different when you haven't seen the person, but it's even worse when the person comes around you and they act like they didn't do anything wrong to you. And it's just it's, it's tough. So I know it's really, really difficult, difficult. Speaking of that, people coming around you and not saying sorry we have to make sure we we hold ourselves accountable too because sometimes people really don't know if you feel like somebody really hurt you and they coming around like nothing even happened take some time out pull them to the side politely nicely kindly whatever and let them know that they actually hurt you and it's possible that they didn't even know that they hurt you that's a side note i wanted to make sure i i, I mentioned that because a lot of people are having this inner battle and the other person doesn't even know what's going on let's go a step further because forgiveness is an act of grace and because it is so difficult, we need God's help. You got to have supernatural help in order to forgive someone. Most of us at times have tried to forgive people without the supernatural help of the Lord. You need God's help to forgive. It is not easy at all when someone has hurt you. OK, so now we know how important forgiveness is and we know that we need God's help in order to really forgive God's way. Right. Um, but 
I want to give you four ways to know that you really have forgiven someone, you know, and these this is not an all inclusive list. This is not an exhaustive list, but it's four ways to know that you've forgiven someone. If you're taking notes for my note takers, please write this down. Number one, the desire for revenge is gone and you're not hoping for pain or failure to come to the person. Number two, you're no longer consumed with anger, sadness or disappointment when you see that person succeed. Number three. You have peace or a neutral feeling within when you see that person or when someone brings up that person's name. And number four, you no longer feel resentful or bitterness towards the person, whether an apology comes from that person or not. All right. Those are four ways to know that you've actually forgiven someone. Okay, And I brought that up because a lot of times people assume that uh, when they do something tangible, uh, they assume that that's the sign of their forgiveness. So, for example, somebody may say, no, I speak to that person all the time or I even help them out with their rent or I, I was a blessing to their child or whatever. And they assume that that proves that that's forgiveness. But forgiveness is internal. It's a matter of the heart. And so um, just doing something is good, but it's not enough. Uh, to really to really uh, bring forth forgiveness within. It really has to be an act of grace. And, and it's pretty much a miracle that takes place on the inside. But those are four ways to know that it's, it's actually happened uh, in your heart. OK, so we've talked about the importance of forgiveness. We've talked about what God said about forgiveness. We talked about how, you know, miracle is an act of grace and it's mercy towards another person. We really dove into forgiveness. We've even talked about four ways to know uh, when you've actually forgiven someone. But I didn't forget about the people that are still struggling with forgiveness. I know you're probably wondering, wait a minute, what do I do if I still have this problem? What do I do when someone has hurt me so bad and I'm struggling? It's hard to forgive them. I didn't forget about you. I got four points for you, too. So I hope you're ready. Go ahead and write these down. Hit the replay, whatever you got to do. But make sure that you get this down on the inside. Are you ready? If you're struggling to forgive, these are four things I want to make sure that you do. Number one, I want you to get into a safe space where you can talk to a safe person about what really happened. This will help you to see the unique difference between what actually happened and how it made you feel. I want to say that again. You got to get into a safe space with a safe person and talk about it so that you can really discuss in detail the facts of what happened and the difference between how it made you feel, because sometimes we mix up those things. Sometimes we blur the facts with the feelings. So it's important to talk it out so that we can really, really see and hear for ourselves what actually happened and then talk out how it actually made us feel. Number two, please, please stop spending time with unforgiving and bitter people because your environment matters. When you spend time with people that are always bitter and always angry about their past, it's going to make you jump into that same negative pool. It's going to make you jump into that, that, that toxic behavior. So you have to change your environment. You have to get, get away from people that don't ever want to let anything go. You have to get away from people that are always talking down and negative about somebody who hurt them. And that's so important because when you're in that environment, all it will do is just reproduce within you and you'll be talking about the same thing. And all of a sudden, it's just this pool of negativity and it doesn't get you anywhere at all. Number three, humble yourself and consider how many times you needed mercy and forgiveness in your life. This is a big one. 
Because when you sit back and you think about all the things that you've done wrong, I've, I've had to do this myself. When I didn't want to forgive someone, I had to stop for a second and say, wait a minute, man, how many times has God forgiven me? How many times have people forgiven me? How many times have God have mercy on me? And I'm like, God, I'll never do it again or, or whatever it is. And God forgave me, right? When you humble yourself and you consider the love and the mercy that's been displayed in your life, it'll be easier to do the same thing for someone else. Number four. And lastly, pray, 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 and ask God for the miracle of forgiveness to be poured into your heart. Because even after all of the things that I shared, all the points that I share, all the details and all the strategies and all the wisdom that I shared, none of it matters if God is not on it. So you need supernatural help. You need to ask God for the miracle of forgiveness. Hey, listen, I could go on and on about the subject of forgiveness It's so important to me because I believe that whenever there's unforgiveness in your heart, it really is a heavy weight and it hinders you from experiencing transformation and living an empowered and purpose filled life. And that's what this podcast is all about. So I want that for you. I desire that for you. I'm praying for you in that area. So if anybody is just, you know, watching or listening to this podcast, if you're struggling with that, I'm praying for you. I, I may not know you by name, but I'm going to pray for you and just believe that God would uh, give you the miracle of forgiveness in your heart because there's so much freedom that comes from you experiencing forgiveness, but also when you give it to someone else, there's so much breakthrough with so much peace. And uh, it really helps you to really um, walk in your purpose because you don't have those shackles and that weight, you know, kind of weighing you down. Uh, but again, I could go on and on talking about this, but I want to leave you with this quote really quick. It says it is not easy to get to a place where you forgive people that really hurt you. But it is such a powerful place because it gives you so much freedom. And that's Tyler Perry. Listen, I pray for you. I'm believing God for your healing, deliverance, breakthrough in the area of forgiveness. Again, I don't know you by name, but I want you to know I'm praying for you. All right. God bless you. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I'll see you next week. Wait, 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 wait. Don't go anywhere just yet. I have something special for you. Listen, after every podcast episode, I have something important that I want to declare over your life. So just take a moment to just listen to these declarations and affirmations that are specifically for you. You are loved by God, called by God, chosen by God, formed by God, and anointed by God. You are royalty because you are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. You are beautiful because you were wonderfully created by the greatest artist of all time. You are victorious, you are a winner, an overcomer, and more than a conqueror. Listen, no weapon, no evil thing, no toxic person, or negative energy will be able to prosper against you. You are blessed and highly favored by the God of all creation. I declare that you are healed, set free, delivered, restored, and completely made whole. You are full of purpose. So whatever you do, don't give up, don't quit, and don't wait until the manifestation. Start praising and thanking God right now.